Hello and welcome back or welcome to the Holistically Humble podcast. My name is Katie and I am the host of this podcast as well as the owner of Holistically Humble and I am so grateful you're here. I'm so grateful that you decided to listen to this episode whether or not that is your first episode or you come back every week. If you are unfamiliar though, I do post a new episode every week on Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So make sure you're following this podcast on whatever platform that you like to listen to it and download each episode. I super appreciate it. While we're at it, you may as well follow me on my social media, which I will link down in the show notes. And again, that is very much appreciated. I would love if you feel called to share with me on one platform of social media that you choose to follow me on. Uh, If you have any requests for either guests you would like to hear on the podcast or topics that you would like to hear me discuss and share about, I have, this is, I think, my third week in a row now about to share how the previous week was, I feel like when you are listening to a podcast, you are kind of invested in the host. I guess, you know, I'll speak from I because when I listen to podcasts, I like that deeper level level that the podcast offers on like getting to know your host and the person you're choosing to listen to and spend your time with. So I have been loving sharing how the previous week went. And I hate to say this, but I've been so busy. And in December, I said yes to a bunch of things for commitments in January and February. And when they all started, you know, when they all started coming up, I was like, oh my God, like this is a lot. But I am grateful. I just had to learn the hard way. And saying yes well in advance is a little bit uh, uncomfortable for me because I don't even know what I'm going to want to do tomorrow. (laughs) But um, that's beside the fact. Anyways, this past week was the final week of my life being very, very busy. And if you don't know, I am training for a half marathon and I'm running it in May. But this past week, I didn't run once until Friday. But we'll rewind a little bit. And on Wednesday, I went to my last team sweat at Lululemon, which was bittersweet, but we had it at Jesse's spin studio or sorry, boutique movement studio in Qualicum. And we did a spin class and it was so fun. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm going to miss those a lot. But yeah, on Thursday, I took a rest day. And then on Friday, I was like, okay, (laughs) I have to go for a run. So past Katie on the Thursday, set out my running gear and what I wanted to wear so that I made it super easy. In terms of when I got up, I put on those clothes. I made my breakfast, set myself up for running, and then I went on a run. So past Katie put those clothes out. Love her. Love her for doing that, even if she was really tired. And then in the morning on Friday, I woke up, got dressed, had my gluten-free English muffin with some almond butter and honey as my fuel. Took the dogs for a walk. Had a little bit of a Celsius peach vibes I'm loving lately. And then I went for a run. 
And I mapped out an area near my house where I knew I could run eight kilometers. And I'm, I'm trying to be mindful that I am running a half marathon on the road, in which case I need to be mindful and train on the road. <laughs> so I went road running. And I started off by listening to a podcast. And I listened to two episodes of the podcast that I've been listening to recently. And then it wasn't cutting it. I was like, I do not feel like running. Gosh, this is so hard. You know, I started getting really in my head. Oh, fuck it. To be honest, I was really in my head from the beginning. Like when I started getting dressed, I was like, I don't want to run. I don't want to run. My brain was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Just relax. Don't do it. I'm sure we can all resonate with that, you know. But I did it. And I switched from listening to the podcast to my half marathon playlist which I will link down below in the show notes so you can have a good listen to as well. And I went running. I ran eight kilometers and I ran it in almost my fastest time ever, I think. I think I ran eight kilometers in like 48 minutes, I think. So that was awesome. I had seen a video the night before on TikTok about running when you're feeling tired and fatigued and unmotivated where you kind of slightly lean your body forward and think about driving your knees up. And that really helped me. Wow. I was, instead of like thinking of pressing my foot down on the ground each time, like that push sensation, I went for a pull, the knee up sensation, and it made a difference. Obviously, I tracked my runs on Strava so I could see that my pace was really good also shout out to the spinning that the spin classes I've been doing for that cross training endurance situation that's been helping a lot too and then I went to the spa with my partner my lover and that was so amazing oh my god I haven't had like a day with him in a hot second so that was beautiful and amazing and then we had a family dinner and saw our nephew and then on, Saturday, or on Saturday, Jesse put together a Saturday spin class and I went and there was so many lovely humans in that class. And the best part about that was we were going to go for a girl coffee date at the coffee shop in Qualicum. And I texted Jesse this after, but I was like, I'm just so grateful that I feel like I found my girl gang. I'm 33 years old and I am saying that for the first time and it's wild, but like honestly, these women are on fucking real. They are doing amazing things. They're kind. There's no judgment. There's no competition. It's pure. It's so amazing. Shout out to those gals. You know who you are. I'm grateful for you. And then I finished off a program with one of the Lululemon store ambassadors that I work with, and that was emotional. And then Sunday was my last shift at Lululemon as the community specialist. So if you haven't been following me along Instagram, then you won't know this, but uh, I am no longer working as a community specialist at Lululemon anymore, which is wild to say. It's been like three and a half years of, of working there and it's been amazing. I'm so grateful. I've made so many connections and learned so much, but that door is closing and another has opened and I'm taking the plunge into this other avenue and I'm really excited for it. So stay tuned on updates for that as well. But I feel like that's a good update of how my last week went. I am going to jump into this episode and today we're talking about don't snooze your alarm. All right, let's dive into this 
this podcast episode. So you clicked on this podcast episode because you're intrigued about the title, Don't Snooze Your Alarm, or maybe you really resonate with it because you are someone that snoozes your alarm, in which case literally no shame, no judgment. And that might just be a pattern that you've repeated like your whole life since you started setting alarms. And that's that's okay. I'm going to teach you a little bit why you shouldn't do that and how to set you up for success moving forward. So I absolutely love the teachings of Mel Robin. I love her as a person as well and her sharings. She is a motivational speaker and she wrote The Five Second Rule, which is a book. And I choose to listen to this book. So it's narrated by her on audiobooks. And I probably listen to this about like four to five times a year. And each time I listen to it, I learn something new. I pick up something that maybe didn't resonate before or I didn't fully grasp or I didn't hear or whatever. And I implement it. And it's just been a game changer in my life. So you know, you you listen to books and at a certain point in your life, you're going through a certain situation, you're going to pick up something different and unique to that situation and then you listen to it again and there's different stuff going on, you know? So when I first started listening to this book, I what stuck out to me was not snoozing your alarm. And she talks about this in the book where, you know, she was in a part of her life where she kind of was down in the dumps and she would snooze her alarm often, in which case it would start her day off like stressful. The kids would miss their bus. Maybe she didn't pack a proper lunch or whatever it was. And then just, you know, starting the day off on the wrong foot. And she was watching a commercial um, one night as she was drinking, which she says, I don't believe she she does anymore, or she's really turned to more um, casual drinking. But she was drinking like a Mai Tai or something that night and then was watching a jet take off, like a, like a spaceship. Spaceship? <laughs> Anyways. And you know how they count down five, four, three, two, one, and then it launches? In that moment when she was watching that go on the commercial on TV, she was like, I'm going to do that tomorrow morning. So when her alarm went off that next morning, she counted down five, four, three, two, one, and she put her feet on the ground and got out of bed. She didn't even have time to think about it because she later figured out that digging deeper into this, that it's scientifically proven that when you count down from five or three and count down, that you will switch the part of your brain that you're using, and I believe it goes to the free frontal, free, prefrontal cortex after you count down, and it just makes your body move, take action. So not only does 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 work in a whole host of areas of your life, like having hard conversations, sending the emails, saying no, whatever it might be for you, um, but, but it definitely helped with not snoozing her alarm. So I'm going to play a scenario here. You have set your alarm. Maybe it's on your phone. No, no. For this example, it's on your phone. And you put your phone beside your bed and within arm's reach. Your alarm is set. And when you go to bed, you're having your sleep. And then your alarm goes off in the morning to get up. So if you're on an iPhone and you just look over and you see that orange button and you just hit snooze, that orange button, fuck, it's snooze, right? Like, of course you're going to hit it versus like the small stop button at the bottom that's like (laughs) non-colored. 
But you hit snooze. You put the phone back down and you put your head back on the pillow, close your eyes, you're going to go to sleep again. And then your snooze goes off eight to 10 minutes later and you hit it again. You hit snooze. Put your head back on the pillow, close your eyes, try to go to sleep again. And then again, eight to 10 minutes, the alarm goes off again. You might hit snooze one more time. Maybe you kind of shuffle out of bed or hit snooze a few more times. Literally no judgments. I'm just playing this scenario out for you. And then you go about your morning, but you feel, you know, pretty tired and sluggish, unmotivated, maybe in a negative headspace, right? So And then you go throughout your day, but you might choose energy enhancers or something like that, like coffee or energy drinks or something else to like maintain your energy throughout the day, okay? Okay, so now scenario number two is your alarm goes off and you hit stop and you put both feet on the floor and you get up out of bed and it might be hard. You might feel tired, but you're going to do it and you go and you do your morning routine and then you continue throughout your day and you, you, you start to wake up and you feel better. Okay. Which scenario are you and which scenario would you like to be? She states, Mel Robin states that it's actually sci- scientifically proven that, you know, your, your alarm goes off and you hit snooze and you put your head on the pillow and you sleep. Again, you go back to sleep. Your body is preparing to go into another 60 to 90-minute sleep cycle. So it's doing all of the things that it needs to do in order for your body and your mind to prepare to go into the sleep cycle. But 8 to 10 minutes later, that damn alarm goes off again and you're disrupting that sleep cycle. So you snooze your alarm once or twice, but your body has prepared to go into another 60 to 90-minute sleep cycle. In which case, you are not setting yourself up for success by hitting that snooze button and then trying to wake up in the middle or the beginning part of that next sleep cycle. So I hope this is beginning to resonate with you enough that tomorrow morning you don't snooze your alarm. But let me set you up with some some examples and um, tips, if you will, some, some things, some tangible things you can take away to set yourself up for success. I would like you to set your alarm out of arm's reach. And when that alarm goes off, I want you to put both feet on the ground. Take as long as you need to get up, but have the the alarm be not in arm's reach. So you actually have to put your feet on the floor, get your butt out of bed, and then turn the alarm off. Because then it's going to be really hard. I hope that you hear my voice. You hear Katie's voice in your head like, don't snooze your alarm and then go lay back in bed. That's not setting you up for success. Uh, I hope that you actually hear me say that to you. That would be great. But like honestly, have enough love and and um, self-worth. I don't know if that's the right word. But anyways, for yourself to not snooze your alarm and go back into bed. I want you to try this. It's going to feel weird, especially if you've been snoozing your alarm for years and years and years and that's all that you know to do when your alarm goes off in the morning is like snooze it three times. Maybe you're the person that sets your alarm like each five minutes. So you know you're supposed to get up at 7 and you set your alarm at 7 and then 7.05 and then 7.10 and then 7.15. (laughs) I've definitely been there, so I totally get it. 
but I want you to set yourself up so that alarm is with not in with arm's reach. And actually what's even better is if you plug your phone in, if, if your alarm's on your phone, you plug your phone in the bathroom so that you're still able to hear it, like maybe even test it out before you go to bed. So your alarm goes off and it's going off in the bathroom. So you for sure have to put both feet on the ground and get up. And then boom, you're in your bathroom. So then you can brush your teeth and wash your face and it's way less tempting to go lay back into bed when you've gotten your butt off of the bed, gotten into the bathroom and then turn your alarm off and then go back to bed. That That, that is a lot. Don't do that. Turn the alarm off and then wash your face, brush your teeth, do what you need to do in the morning. Morning poop, that's always good for getting the, the, the um, debris out of your body that your body has hopefully cleaned up throughout the night. A good solid morning bowel movement is needed, y'all. If you are curious about bowel movements, check out that colon hydrotherapy session podcast I had with a colon hydrotherapist, Chantel. She's amazing. And it was a really informative podcast episode earlier on in the season. But I'm leaving you with that. I want you to try this experiment, <laughs> this tip, this trick, so that you can see for yourself. You are setting yourself up for success. You are telling yourself you love yourself by not snoozing your alarm. It's a simple thing, okay? And I want to be clear that simple doesn't equal easy. This will be hard, especially if you've been snoozing your alarm for years. You cannot just listen to this podcast and say, I'm not going to snooze my alarm tomorrow. It comes around, you don't snooze your alarm and you get out of bed and then you're kind of grumpy because you're like, eh, I had to get out of bed right away and you start this negative story about it. Like it's going to take weeks, months maybe, not to freak you out, but just letting you know that it will take time to train yourself to not snooze your alarm. So I dare you, if you will, I challenge you to try this for seven days. So if you work five out of the seven days, you'll do it for five days. And then if you're not setting an alarm on those extra two days, so you'll do it the next week on the first two days and see how you feel. Even journal about the experience. Maybe take a video of yourself and how you feel so that you can look back on it. But again, a simple tool or trick for you to implement into your life to set yourself up for success. That alarm goes off. You press off. You get out of bed. Your body isn't preparing for another cycle of sleep. Okay? I think I'm going to leave this episode at that for now. And let me know how it goes. Share it to your social media and then tag me in it at Holistically Humble. I would love to hear how it's going for you. And yeah, that is all, my friends. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking this time to hang out with me. I am so appreciative of that. I will see you in next week's episode. But until then, peace, love, and avocados. <laughs>